deep in the Catskill Mountains. Eight students from Lehigh <laughs> University go on a hike. Leaving at 2 p.m. for an eight and a half mile hike to Cornell Mountain. Will they make it? Stay tuned for the next episode of Peak Watch. Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. We are just trying out our little um, advertisement for our new series called Peak Watch. Which, if you have been listening, has been an ongoing gag. And we're now just incorporating people we see on trail into this evolving mini-series that we're going to eventually create. That's right. As long as, you know, you all give millions of dollars to our Patreon. That's very true, too, isn't yes. it? Yes. Okay, so... If you would like to see the <laughs> Watch miniseries come to YouTube near you, donate to our Patreon. So... Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we did a mountain in the Catskills today. And it kicked our, our ass. ass. Our goal was Wittenberg and Cornell Mountains. And this is a lesson on not choosing trails based on mileage and the fact that you haven't done done them. (laughs) So I was like, oh, well, because we were originally going to go to Old Rag uh, in Virginia, but we didn't have time for that today. So I was like, all right, we'll go to Catskills. There's two we haven't done. There's very few marked trails up there that we haven't done. So I found Wittenberg and Cornell. It's it's 8.4. Let's do it. That's right. Um, it was fun, but it kicked our ass and really did. I wouldn't say fun. I said, I would say it's part of the job. It was okay. a job hike for me. Okay. Cranky had a blast. I had a blast because it's not just a job. It's a fucking adventure. Oh, God. <laughs> I, there were tears. <laughs> yes. It was the trail of tears today. Yes. So, anyway. let's start from the beginning. Yes. Wittenberg and Cornell Mountain Trails, um, obviously, connect Wittenberg and Cornell Mountain, and all trails says it's about 8.4, they're full of lies, it's about 9, um, over 9, it's, it's at least nine. Oh yeah, easily, if not 10 miles. So, we started this thing, we started a little later than normal, we started at 7.30, normally we start somewhere around 6, so that was part of the problem. Um, we also went the wrong way to start. That was on me. So we did a bonus tenth of a mile. And then the trail is is up immediately. It's just, it starts... It starts just to go up, up yeah. And it just does not stop for over four miles. There are... There's s- a reprieve. Yes, there's a reprieve about a mile and a half Yeah. In. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes up. It's fairly steep but manageable. Uh, today we used, we alternated between spikes and snowshoes. And crampons for a hot second. Yes, that was... We'll that, that, that. that was dramatic. Yes, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, there's about six inches of snow on the ground? Yeah, I would say. Fresh, fresh snow at least. Yes. So, alternating between spikes and snowshoes, I was glad that I got to use the snowshoes because I realized winter is almost over already. We're getting into March soon. So, it's up. 
but it's manageable. It's, it's a well-marked, well-cut trail. And then about a mile, three-tenths of a mile, three-quarters of a mile from the summit, it, um, it's very steep. And we were looking at this elevation going up, and we needed to get, obviously, to 3,700 feet. And we're going mile after mile, and it's like 25, 26. It was the mountain that would never end. Yes. And we realized we're going to get all of this elevation all at once in the last mile. And that's exactly what happened. I really loved it at first because the shit was very steep. Steep, like... Steep with ice. Yes. Like, take your fucking pack off, throw your pack up onto the ledge above you, take your poles off, toss your poles up onto take the ledge. Take your lift. snowshoes off. Yep. Try to climb with just your boots on. Um, I chimneyed, I wedged myself between two walls and did a chimney for a hot second. You kind of, like, ledged over that shit. Um, yeah. And then once we got up, this was a... Like I said, about... There was a couple of them. Yeah. And this shit started three quarters of a mile from the top. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, when you're climbing up and you get up there, it's snowy and icy, so you literally had to lay down and crawl. Yeah. A couple until, times. Yeah, a couple times until we could stand up. I fucking loved it, but you were having equipment problems. I was having equipment problems, and then, as most women who listen to the podcast know, it's never about just one thing. It's never about just one thing. So my crampons were giving me major issues and I really started to get upset and then tears came and then Craig's like, what's wrong? without me. And then I became very like Titanic and martyr-y and I was like, just go get to the summit. I am done. But no. (laughs) At that point. We were almost at the top anyway. We were almost at the top. I also realized that you weren't thinking rationally. Yes. And I was like, I we are going either down together or up together. I am not leaving you here. Ain't he nice? Because I leave you here, you stop, you get cold. That's just dumb. So pick one. We're either turning around now and going down together, or we can go up together and we ended up summoning. So. It reminded me a lot of the Panther Mountain yes. <laughs> ascent last year where almost the same thing happened except my feet were really numb. So that was just a change of socks and we were able to get to the summit and turn it back down. This time it was stupid crampons and mental gymnastics and so yeah. But we made it. We got to the top. Again, it was like the summit that would never come. So if you look this trail up, they compare it to Devil's Path. I understand why. It parallels Devil's Path. We were looking at Plateau and Hunter, like, the entire time. Yeah, if you know the uh, geography of the Catskills and the roads, we were on, uh, the main road was 28A. And that is exit 19 off the freeway, so it's the southern exit into the park. It's actually one of the more southern, if not one of the most southern peaks in the Catskills. So it's in the, the slide mountain wilderness. And if you you can, which I think we will do one day, mm-hmm. you can do Wittenberg, Cornell, and Slide. And there's a lean to um, before all the steep shit starts. So I think we're gonna go back. Well, we need to go back. Yes. Yeah, to finish Cornell at least. 
at least to finish Cornell, but I would like to um, do an overnight at the Lead and do all three again. That would be an awesome trip. But the summit is gorgeous. It is open on, it's about a 190 degree view, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not a full 360, but it is still absolutely gorgeous. You can see Devil's Path, you can see the entire valley, you can see the most of the rest of the park. It is beautiful. So going back down, obviously change the socks, get some food, you've started to feel much better. That's right. Um, going back down uh, went much more quickly. I think it was we cut our time in half. We did. It took us four hours to get to the summit for a four mile hike up. Um, And coming back down it was two hours and ten minutes. So our total time was six hours thirty seven minutes with a moving time of five hours twenty nine minutes. Yep. So, going down, um, we were stunned at how different things look coming down. We kept saying over and over again, we, we went up this. Yeah, we, we don't recognize this. Thing. Yeah, um, lots of glissading, lots of just, um, controlled just running and falling. And by the end, I was I was starting to feel it by the end. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was glad it was over. We did not end up doing Cornell, but get back there I oh and then coming down we ran into uh, many people many people including a group of Lehigh University students that's right who were basically naked yes um, <laughs> chicks in tube tops dudes with no shirts like okay it's warm today but all right <clears throat> um, that also contributed to our um, our time because not only were we dealing with these ice ascents, we were dealing with the warmth uh, because it had been warm for the past couple of days. Snow was kind of soft. Snow was soft, especially coming down. The sun had been hitting it for a couple of hours at that point. So we decided that um, we were going to incorporate these young people into our upcoming YouTube. YouTube. Do YouTube. YouTube? Okay. Yeah, well, our upcoming YouTube series. We have a poster Watch. already. <laughs> yes. The, these young people are going to be the cast of our show. But uh, we were stunned. Like, there, it's a very difficult eight miles, and they were leaving at one o'clock. Yeah. They were planning to stay over. Thankfully, they had gear, but not not smart. Yeah, they had planned though to stay over at a lean to beyond Cornell Mount which from Wittenberg was another mile yep. plus. So I hope they're fast. I hope they're very fast because right now they only have about an hour and a half of daylight left. Yep. So, and we saw them at the start of the trail. So I think when we were talking to Kyle yes. O'Grady, the great Kyle O'Grady, the other day he had mentioned Maine for him beautiful state, beautiful section of trail, horrible experience. experience. I think that was you today, my friend. Yes. um, Also to contribute to my mental state is that I have a hip flexor injury that I'm very stubborn and will not rest it. Um, I 
Sorry. I'm calling you out as well yeah. because coming down, um, I had asked you, like, your issues are not just about the crampons. What else is going on? You told me some stuff, and then you're like, my hip, blah, blah, blah. I saw you wincing. I was like, she didn't tell me about that. I got Advil in the first aid kit right here. I had taken something before we left. Yes. So, all right. But yes, um, I hope that helps. So it can... did. It did. It dulled the pain. Okay. So, yes, communication is important. Um, but yeah, I had a blast. I fucking yes. I love this trail. I want to go back. And uh, we both got out. We both got shit done. And you're going to rest your fucking hip flexor this week. Next week. Uh, yeah, next week we are heading back into the ADK. Oh, shall we talk about who we met at the trailhead this morning? Yes. Yeah. So we met uh, the guy's name, the trail name was Car Chips. And what was the lady's? The lady's name was Cookie. So they have a Catskills Mountain hiking club. Correct. And we ran into them, and what is their club called? Called Hikers Anonymous, and they were very sweet and gave us these cards saying, we are Hikers Anonymous, we hike a lot, it's not a problem. (laughs) So we're plugging them already, because they have already agreed to be, we're those people now, like we meet new people on trail. You want to be on our podcast? (laughs) So, we will reach out to them. Yeah, that's right. And in the little card is a log of all the 35, 3,500 peaks and you put your dates in. So this is actually extremely handy because I need to redo our log. Because right now our log is on a notes file in my phone. Yeah, I'm not sure what Wittenberg is, but it's closing in on 30, 30 peaks. So we we finish this this year if we wanted to, but I think we want to do Whites and Adirondacks, and I would like to get back to the Appalachian Trail. Yes. Which is a perfect segue, since I mentioned the Whites. Uh, Would you like to explain why you are reinvigorated and and excited to do North Country stuff? Your trip. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's peaks. Um, Anyway... So last week, Crank and I decided to part ways. Sorry, Crank. It's all right. All right. And I went with my boyfriend and our friends up to Bethel, Maine. And Bethel is on the southern end of Mahusik State Park, which is the westernmost state park in Maine. So from Mahusik State Park, you can see the White Mountains. It's that close. And the, of course, the Appalachian Trail goes through at the hardest mile of the AT, Mahusik Notch, is in Mahusik State Park. And so the reason why we went up there was because the boys snowboard and there are very nice um, ski lines up there. So while the boys did their snowboarding, uh, I went and decided to explore the area in snowshoes. The day that we arrived in Bethel, it had snowed 14 inches of powder. So, which was great for our snowboarders and our skiers. However, it was a pain in the ass 
for snowshoers and hikers. So I had initially, in my research, wanted to do Old Speck Mountain. And Old Speck Mountain is right off the Appalachian Trail. It's a really nice loop. Um, I think the trail I was looking at was about seven miles round trip. And uh, some amazing views are coming out of there. However, looking closely, reading some of the reviews, reading some blogs... Do not do this unless you have a partner. Uh, it is extremely dangerous. And while I know I can do it, I just felt a bit uncomfortable and I didn't have my inReach with me. So that Wise was choices. That was scrapped. So instead I decided to stay close to uh, where we were staying in Bethel and decided to do Lone Mountain, which once again, you get some great views of the White Mountains. I started that trip at around, it was late. Actually, it was nine o'clock in the morning, um, which oh oh that's well, horrible. You that's yeah late that's super for, late for people that we see leaving at one o'clock in, in the, the afternoon. afternoon. I know. <laughs> so started at nine. Uh, I immediately got lost because uh, I didn't follow the old trails. I'm like, why isn't there a trail? Why are why is the snow up to my thighs? So I turned around and then finally found the trail. It was fine for a mile and then there was a junction I was supposed to go beyond the junction and the trail was lost once again snow was up to my thighs um, I was getting cold because I couldn't find the trail <laughs> it and then was you're breaking when you're breaking trail at that point yeah too, breaking trail. which is very difficult mm-hmm I mean, I broke for a mile, and that was okay because the snow, it was maybe around 8 inches. So it was not too, too bad. However, uh, then it... But you said powder, so you sink, right? Yeah, I was sinking. But then I was sinking two feet as I started to slowly ascend. So I was like, screw this. Again, no inReach, no nothing. I was getting cold, so I turned around. I was still unhappy... Because I had only done two and a quarter miles at that point. So I looked around on all trails and there were plenty of trails around. So really about a mile from our Airbnb, there was this uh, trail that is used a lot with snowmobilers. But then there's offshoot trails to go up to summits. So that's what I did. I walked a mile and a quarter on snowmobile tracks, which was wonderful, and <laughs> and then decided to take a side trail up to Moody Mountain. I was able to see the uh, mountain that the boys were snowboarding on very clearly. Couldn't see the whites, but that's all right. So by the end of that day, it was about six miles. I was very content with that very nice yeah and then sunday was just a quick out and back nothing too special but got the legs moving awesome what'd you do <clears throat> i had planned this we mapped out this whole thing and this is going to be like a dual adventure episode and my plan was to go you were going north so i was going to go south and do the three ridges trail which is in washington state forest in Virginia, um, a lot of this trail is on the Appalachian Trail. It's a 14-mile loop. Most people do it as one really long day or 
uh, split it into two days. I was gonna split it into two days, but then uh, I bought Metallica tickets for my podcast partner. <laughs> We're going to Metallica, baby! So, traveling anywhere, doing anything, not in the cards after that purchase. So, I stayed close to home to make some money. Thanks, Crank. <laughs> and I <laughs> decided to do, I had to do something. Yeah. So I went to Philly and I ran six miles. We talked about running in Philadelphia on this podcast before. Go back and look at the episodes. I started at the Art Museum and I ran to the Ben Franklin Bridge, past Independence Hall, down Market Street. Check out the TikTok I've been doing a running with Cranky Philly tour <laughs> on the TikTok. <laughs> um, those videos are going to start. It's just going to be me yelling at some point soon. Because that's what I wanted to talk about on the episode today. Philly is descending into the seventh layer of hell. Okay. We talked about this with Dragon Sky, but here's some details. Well, let's let's go back. You guys went to Philadelphia back in Christmas, Christmas, at Christmas time, yes. right? And the misses and uh, family. Yes, and you were appalled. Absolutely appalled. Literally camps of homeless people at SEPTA bus stops. Um, Mrs. Cranky and I were horrified and amazed. The scene from Forrest Gump in the beginning with the feather and it floats through, it was like that, except this was a liquor store plastic bag floating through Market Street and up into the sky. Um, Absolutely, just the streets themselves, absolutely disgusting. And I had never seen it this bad. I mean, there's always been homeless people. Mrs. Cranky and I have been going to Philadelphia since 2011 when we got married. Um, Then, you know, we bring our friends as often as we can. I love Philadelphia. Yeah. um, You had been there before, but we started bringing you and various other people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's the only city that I really, really like. And to see it just deteriorate before my eyes in the span of a decade has been horrific. So let's, I did some research. Let's go through some stats. And this is all the stuff that we have been saying would happen with the pandemic. Well, I hate being right, but there it is. So 2021, 520, 562 murders. That's up 12% from 2020. 90% of those murders involve firearms, even though Philadelphia has some of the strictest gun laws. Pennsylvania doesn't, but Philadelphia proper has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. Mm -hmm. Obviously, something's not working there. Like, the gun laws, because they don't work. 57... Um... Stand by. Yes, stand by. (laughs) Um... I'm not sure what that note means. Uh, 57 blocks in which 10 or more... Okay, yeah, so these crimes took place over 57 blocks in Philly. Um, and t- in which 10 or more people were shot. Um, obviously, minority communities are bearing the brunt of this violence. COVID, Philadelphia numbers... Um, I'm sorry, not COVID. 
630, that's the other thing you see. You see a lot of people, a lot of homeless on, you can tell they are on things. Mm -hmm. 639 people died of overdoses um, from January to June 2021. Wow. Highest number in a single calendar year, like ever. Unemployment, 18% uh, in 2020, that's up. Poverty rate, 23%. Uh, 47%, okay, and then pandemic stuff. Philadelphia gets most of their income from what they call a wage tax because many people commute into Philly, mm -hmm. which is absolutely ridiculous, by the way. If you work in a place, you're spending your money there. You shouldn't be charged to work in a place. I mean, that's, that's all over the world, and London has that tax. New York City has, it's the Port Authority, they have right. that tax. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. You're producing things for that place. You are spending money in that place. To charge you to work there is ridiculous. But anyway, that's how they get 40% uh, of their revenue. Obviously, with the pandemic and people working from home, that revenue is gone. So Philadelphia is a fucking nightmare. And it, it's, it's very sad to see. And it's because of policies that don't work they keep electing the same people. They keep doing the same things. Yeah. And it's not working. I mean, friends friends of mine that live in Philadelphia, they, they've always said that the, the city politics is just horrific. But I wanted to talk about just across the river. I could have run there if I wanted to. You and I have run there before. Yeah. Camden. Yes. In its... Right across the Ben Franklin Bridge, you can see it. So this is not a location issue. They decided in 2012 to fire all of their police officers. They had a very expensive union contract. Um, was one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Yes. Extremely corrupt. I mean, all of us growing up know Camden. Yes. Uh, very bad reputation. So they said enough is enough. They fired... They canceled the union contract. They fired every single police officer. And they hired them back at a lower wage. Um, so what you're doing is you're weeding out the people who are in it for the money. And you're retaining the people that really care. They decided to change the model in which they police. So... They do a lot of going door to door and saying, hi, I'm officer so-and-so. This is my patrol. Um, I'm here to serve you. This is my business card. If you ever need anything, please call. Um, they do a lot of community events like the police department hosts block parties. This is what you would do if you had a private security force. They would get to know their clientele and interact with them in positive ways. Yeah, so, I mean, I we passed by an event there when we were doing our Philly training run in 2019. Yes. Which was amazing because they were doing their Ben Franklin Bridge 10K and yep. the after party was on Rutgers Camden campus. Yes. It was wonderful. Yep. Such a great event. I mean, we, we did uh, crash it a little we bit. but crash it, and steal bananas. We, but stole, we stole bananas. We were on a run. We looked like we were running. That's right. We didn't have That's right. Um, but that was great. I mean, I, I've been dancing down at Rutgers Camden for a number of years, and not once did I feel unsafe at all. I mean, granted, it is the campus, but you are in the middle of Camden. 
that area is nice and then along the waterfront is nice all the way up to the New Jersey. It's still not a great place, but the results from these policies have been dramatic. Crime has been reduced by 50%. Um, and then just across the river in Philly, crime is up dramatically. It is has been taken off the list of the most dangerous cities and put on the list of one of the safest cities just from their police force acting like you would if you were a private security force getting to know and interacting with your clients. What the police force was originally set up for in the first place. Yup. There's one incident that I'm thinking of and this is just showing use of force. There was a couple of years ago a guy with a knife just walking up the streets like ranting, raving, like waving the knife. They walked with him, kept people away, kept repeating, sir, please drop the knife, sir, please drop the knife. Just followed him, just walked with him, keeping bystanders away. Eventually, he kind of tired himself out, and they tased him, and then they got him whatever mental health help he needed. Any other city, they probably just would have gotten him down. And maybe not unjustifiably, like the dude's in the middle of the fucking street Wielding waving a knife a around. Knife. Yeah. yeah. But it just shows the mindset and how it has completely changed. And literally, it's it's separated by the Delaware River. Yeah. So I kind of, we have more listeners now. And this is something that I wanted to just talk about because no one else talks about this. Everyone talks about New York or California. So. Which has their own problems. Yes. I mean, crime is up exponentially in New York City as yep. well. I mean, drug overdoses exponentially. Yep. So everyone is dealing with the same stuff in that their we cities. warned about. Yeah. And we were called selfish and we just wanted to kill grandma and the whole nine yards. But, um, yeah, Philadelphia is horrible. Check out the TikTok. Uh, this, I did surreptitiously film one gentleman sleeping in the gutter. Um, there were a lot, there was a lot more of that. Not as bad as it was at Christmas, but I didn't want to fill the TikTok with that. And then it's just people's dignity, obviously. Yeah. So it, it's not, it's not good. So that was my weekend. It sounds like you had more fun. <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I, I think I did have a bit more fun um, away from a lot of people, yes. away from northern New Jersey. Yes. Which... In the middle of nowhere. That's the plan next week, too. Yes. Yes, we, like I said before, we are off to the Adirondacks. Our plan as of this moment, hopefully my hip feels better, uh, is But you're going to stay off it? Yes. Rest it? Yes. It'll be fine. Okay. Is uh, Whiteface and Esther. Um, If not, uh, backup plan is to do some cross-country skiing. Uh, Might that anyway yes yes we'll see what happens depends on the weather uh i have not checked anything (laughs) but all i know is i'm you know we're going up to the adirondacks next weekend and it's gonna be fun yes and check out wittenberg do not do wittenberg if you are new circling back to wittenberg do not do all right jensen um (laughs) do not do circle back do not do Wittenberg if you are inexperienced. Do not do Wittenberg. Berg in the winter. You, 
Don't do it in the winter if you're not experienced. There you go. There. Or if you don't have, um, you had crampons and you still struggled. Most people were getting away with spikes. Yeah, some people without um, poles. Yeah. Bring your poles. Bring your poles. Bring no, your poles. No shoes, too. Yes. So, but Winberg, I thought it was awesome. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah, right. Oh, so in the title, you may have seen Trail Talk before our actual title. So we have decided to kind of rename the episodes that just Cranky and I do together as trail talk episodes and then the episodes we do with guests will just be like the regular titles that we put up. So if you see trail talk, you will definitely know it's just the both of us bullshitting about almost saw an accident there. (laughs) Something bad almost happened. Um, Yeah, it's just us talking, bullshitting about trail and uh, yes. Alright, so check out the Instagram rocks underscore roots. I fucked it up again. What do I got? (laughs) Instagram is rocks underscore and underscore Uh, roots underscore pod. TikTok is rocks underscore roots underscore podcast. Find us on YouTube. We've been getting some such nice comments from people. Uh, I apologize because. I assumed that Podbean, the service that we use to upload the podcast episodes onto Apple and to YouTube, would upload Frankie Wilde's second episode on, but didn't, and I already messed up and was editing a new episode by the time I found that out. So that is not up on YouTube. It's Frankie, only on Apple. It's only on Apple. So Frankie Wilde's second episode is only on Apple. So apologies for that. Uh, Go back and listen to yeah. Kyle O'Grady's episode. Oh yeah, that was that great. Was amazing. We had such a nice time. Um, we have reached out. We're going to start. We're going to have a returning guest. But we'll leave that as a surprise as to who that will be. Yes. And apparently March is Women's... Well, March is Women's History yes, Month. But, but on the Rocks and Roots podcast as well. So unintentional, but I, have, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned, folks. All righty. That's it. Good? All Good. right, y'all. Ciao.